Welcome, everyone, to another installment of After the Movie. Bob and I went and saw Justice League this evening, and uh, it was a film. I, I feel like this is the opposite experience we had to... What would it, what did we go see over the summer that was god-awful? Alien vs. No, not Alien vs. Alien Covenant? No. What else did we see over the summer that was terrible? You wanted to go see it. Oh, Transformers. Transformers, yes. No, it was not. No, that no, not at all. No. No. Because I did not hate this movie as much as you did. I don't even know that I hate it, Bob. It's it's a discussion. It, we need we need to have a discussion. But let's do the trailers first. We should we should swing through the trailer park first. Yes. Screeching into the trailer park. Do you screech on dirt? I imagine our trailer park has dirt roads. It's rubber dirt. Rubber dirt. So it's crazy. Okay. First up, Den of Thieves. Before they even said January, I was like, this is January. All the fuck over it. I legitimately thought it was going to be one of those like setup commercials where they're like, it's supposed to be a big thing and it turns out to just it's be like, like Sprite a Coke ad or some right. shit. Right. Can we just let Mr. Gerald Butler like just use his accent? Because he's basically doing that anyway. His American accent is just like, guys, he, he can't he can't contain that, that that Scottish or whatever the hell he is that it, it it's longing to be freed. Just just let him do his thing. Well, I I don't know. I I, I this is the first I'd heard of this movie at all, and God, it just looks because it's coming out in January. Terrible. Right. Moving on. Um. Jim Halpert stars in A Quiet Place. You know, I think the people next to me said it too. They're like, oh, it's Jim. You're Jim. You're always going to be Jim. Poor guy. And that's just, that's, I don't care what kind of beard you grow. I don't care what kind of Benghazi fucking movie you're in. You're Jim Halpert from The Office. And you will always be Jim Halpert from The Office. It does look like an interesting concept for a movie. (laughs) (coughs) That's going to be the whole podcast. I'm getting over being sick. Bob was also sick this week, so there's going to be a lot of hacking. I apologize in advance. Um, it looked, it does. It looks like an interesting idea for a movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. A short movie, a ninety-minute movie. It, yeah. There's no way that movie can be longer than ninety minutes. I guarantee you, it's two and a half hours. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like kind of the idea of like you you've got a monster hunting you, but. If you don't make any noise. You gotta be quiet. Completely quiet. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, after that, we got Pitch Perfect 3. I have absolutely no comment. Except it's like... A trailer full of groaners. Yeah. Basically. That's what that was. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've never seen any of those. I don't really get it. Well, my understanding is people who like them really like them and are into them but yeah. I've, I've just had never had any desire to sit down and watch them correct uh after that the first of our two Dwayne the rock johnson movies in our trailers jumanji you know i don't know that i would go to the theater to see it i know that i'm paying like premium theater prices i might see it if it's on hbo or if we ever find ourselves in the vicinity of like a, a cheapy theater right because it's it's the rock it it looks it looks very stupid. Did you watch Central Intelligence? No. I actually really enjoyed that movie. I thought 
um, him and Kevin Hart seem played to be off a each other really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I and it looks like it's taken the. I appreciate they're not just doing a straight remake of Jumanji; they're mm-hmm. doing something different with it, right? Which I appreciate. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool, you know. Whatever, but it, it's not something I would seek out, but I could potentially see watching it at some point in the future, right? After Jumanji, we had Deadpool 2. What, what did I tell you in the car? You didn't even have to say it was fucking Deadpool 2. They don't. And they don't. And it's Not anywhere. It's awesome. I it's love it. It's so amazing. I love it. Because you know what? I'm going either way. You know what's funny? I did not think we would see that in the theater. That trailer. Or that teaser, well, they, whatever it was. They edited it, though, because you didn't get the glorious yeah, like, yeah, swearing they, and the cocaine jokes and stuff. It was the edited it, it for was, P- it was, PG-13. Yeah, right. it was definitely watered down. But but it was delightful. Yeah, I because I, it's not a trailer. No, it's, yeah. kind of, it's just Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool yes. as Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. It Which is, is totally amazing. fine. It's all, That's right where you want to be. I, I When does that movie come out? I want to say next summer. I, I'm looking forward to six months straight of just Deadpool marketing. Well, and I like that even just the small snippets they've shown you of the film. It already it looks like a million bucks. Looks so much better than the last one. The 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 visuals. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. because they actually they're like, oh, this works. Here's money. Go do your thing. Uh, I totally dig Negasonic Teenage Warhead's new hairdo. Yes. It's pretty amazing. Oh hell yeah. Um and everything. The only thing I'm lukewarm on this movie is Josh Brolin is cable. Yeah, jury's still out on that. I mean, we'll see what he does. I think mostly because he's Thanos in, like, the Avengers. The problem I have with Josh Brolin is he's just generic Hollywood white guy. I I mean, I've never... I think you get it. Did you see No Country for Old Men? No, I haven't. Don't give me those squinty eyes. You no, know I haven't got seen squint- shit. You got squinty eyes. That movie's amazing. He's good in that movie. Yeah. he's He can be good in things. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um... I'm going to see that movie like five times. No, that's so. that's just that's uh, we will be there opening. Yes. Uh, followed by Ready Player One, which we've seen versions of this trailer before. Beyond beyond just the eye rolling we have at like watching um, the pop it's, culture it's, references, it's, it's going to be reference the movie because yeah. that's, that's what the book is. The book is reference the book. And you know, I enjoyed the book. It's an easy. It's a plain read. I read it on the mm-hmm. plane, and it's fine. But, eh. uh, just you know, beyond that, the trailer was. It's very disjointed. It it doesn't. It's not cut very well. And that that'll that's gonna segue in very nicely to our later discussion. <laughs> um, it's odd because they show you this one thing. And then they jump to all those people getting in the cars. Right. And and it's kind of like... There's weird cuts on... What's the connection to this? And then the Iron Tom Giant Sawyer. is there. I'm all about some Rush. Give me Rush. Yeah. But then you've got like the Iron Giant. Freddy Krueger is there for some reason. There's a DeLorean. And it's just... It, it just... It doesn't make any sense. And the it's movie, all over the place. The movie could be fine. I think it comes out, what, March? Something like March that. March is like stacked next year. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm just kind of eh, okay. Fine, we'll probably end up seeing it, but uh huh. Meh. Then our last movie 
Uh, and, and I've noticed uh, the last couple times we've gone to the theater now, um, we've only been getting seven trailers instead of eight. They're trimming it down a little bit. Um, but our uh, Dex movie looks so dumb. So dumb I might go see it in the theater. Like, who called for this? Who called for a Rampage movie? It's so fucking... Starring the fucking rock. By the same people that made San Andreas. Coming out on 420. Like, that. that's inspired right there is what that is. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever <laughs> I think the biggest seen. thing, though, is was The Rock filming something in Chicago and we missed it? Right. I'm a little mad about that. Get some cuddles going. Bob the Dog is joining us on the podcast, folks. You got Jeffrey Dean Morgan just being like... Being Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to collect a paycheck. <laughs> For this stupid, For this stupid, stupid fucking movie. movie. Oh man! Um, and of course, he's flying a helicopter. Oh, he has to be flying a helicopter. So. Very important. Um, Looks ridiculous, though. It does. It, it, you know, uh, aside from looking at that full list, though, I mean, don't give no shits about Pitch Perfect. Um, and luckily, that's coming out Christmas, right? Christmas. Yeah. So. Uh, there's not a lot of opportunity for us to get uh, slammed with those trailers. Uh, We've seen that trailer here and there, though, over the summer, too. I don't remember. I blocked it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Nice the, smattering of trailers, though, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Okay, I feel like you have thoughts. Okay, here's the thing. I'm just going to start it out with this. If you're, and I don't know that DC understands this really, say what you want about Marvel. Marvel had a plan. And you could tell that there was a plan. Sometimes to the detriment of the movies. I think Ultron suffered quite a bit because of the overall Marvel plan. Though we haven't ever gone back and rewatched uh, Age of Ultron. I only watched it the one time. I don't know if you watched it again. So maybe it bears a rewatch, but I never felt the need to go back and watch it again. Mm -hmm. But Marvel had a very distinct this is what we're doing, this is what we're building towards, here's our big group movie. And we've talked about this before, DC is just like, oh well let's just do the big group movie. I don't know anything about Cyborg. I don't know anything about... I don't even think they call him the Flash in the movie, do they? No, I don't think they did. You, you get a little bit of characterization. Like, you get stuff with his dad, and it's like, oh, okay. He's, he's a fairly rounded character. Uh, you get that really weird scene with Aquaman and fucking... What's-her-face? Mira, I think her name is, is in the comics. When he's down, like... Like, all of this, like, you're saying mother box to me, right? And I know what a mother box is, because I'm a fucking comic nerd. I know what that is, right? I know who the new gods are. I've never fucking heard of Steppenwolf before. I don't understand, but we can get to that in a second, too. But, oh, and spoilers. Just all of the spoilers. Yeah. Um. If I say spoilers again, will it bring it back? Probably not. But it was just very, like... The mother boxes. That is something in the Wonder Woman movie 
when they're walking through and I just oh, knocking shit everywhere. I, I was rewatching Wonder Woman on a plane last week, and when uh, um, Hippolyta is taking Diana through like the armory where like the God Killer is, the sword. Why didn't we get a shot of one of these mother boxes over there? Why didn't we do something like that? Connectivity between the movies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's all you had to do and be like, well, "Oh, what's that, mom? Oh, that's uh that's a story for another time or something." Yeah. That's something we were entrusted with. That's all you, Bob. It's so it is may have been shoehorned in, but that's the kind of shit you need to do. If you're going to be doing these like interconnected movies. I I think um the this movie had uh you know a lot of a lot of things going against it right from the start. Um uh for what uh Man of Steel and Batman v Superman colon Tone of Justice uh right right off the bat. Well, one thing I do think we should do we maybe we should go back and revisit Man of Steel. No, I don't need to waste I, like I remember hours. it being boring <laughs> and the characterization of Superman being like, what are we even fucking talking about here? Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, we do not need to go back and watch. But... But, but I mean, I think you you have... This movie had a lot of going against it from the start. Yes. You know. Um, Poor planning. There's no planning. There, there was no setup uh, to any of this, and I mean, you know, it does come through. Um, I, th- I'm trying to look at this movie pretty independent from the others. I, 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 it's not, which it, I think you can do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think this is they're trying to course correct with this movie. They are. And it's the, course correction the movie, and in doing so, there's stuff you know, there's sins of the past. That you can't fix, you know. Because, well, right. Because you have these characterizations. I mean, th- their characterization of Superman, to me, is just completely incorrect. You, a little better in this movie. Seemed mm-hmm. a little bit more like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's well, a little more lighthearted after I- the initial, like, bringing him back shit. Which, why couldn't the movie just be about that? You didn't need Steppenwolf in this. You know, it's funny um, because I was so uh, really down on DC and I just had no faith in this. Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, you know, normally we try to go into these things as fresh as possible. Um, I did watch a couple things about it in advance. Well, I don't want you to say any of that stuff that they say in that because I have some opinions that I'm. Well, no, no, no. Here's here's my here's the reason I'm saying it is because it's funny when you say something that I've heard other people say, but uh, no, what you could have done was you could have had a movie that was just trying to get this team together. Mm -hmm. You don't need uh, necessarily a big overarching bad. Cause I don't know who this fucking guy is. I don't care. There's no menace there. I know he's going to get defeated by the end of the movie. That maybe bother me too much. Be like, Oh yeah. There's something coming. Something is going to come. And have it be fucking Darkseid. Because Darkseid's a fucking name. You know you know who Darkseid is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all watched Superman the Animated Series. We know, know who voiced him on that show. Andre fucking Brower. 
Nice. He's got the world is a delightful place. But you could have had this movie been getting the team back together and then trying to find a way to bring back Superman. Yeah. And what you should have done in the last movie, which, and again, this is course correction in the movie, so fine. I don't understand, and I can't let it go because it's part of a, a group of movies. These movies are all supposed to be interconnected. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does the world care that Superman is gone? What did he ever do for anyone? Right. He was a beacon of hope. How? How? Yeah. How did you? How was he a beacon of hope? You, you, if you watch, you know, at the very end of the Avengers, they're doing the news report. You know, they're they're interviewing people who were there, and they're going back and forth. And you have the one woman who was like, you know, Captain America saved me, right? And that really establishes who Captain America is. And what he stands for. Well, I mean, the movie Captain America established who Captain America was. Well, in in the modern day context and how people view him. And, you know, in the first Captain America, he's not, there's no presence to the greater world. He's just. No, no, no. But you get who Cap is in that movie. Yes. But now in in that, in that little bit, they've established it to the universe. Right. Because they made a point of, yeah, we we're actually saving people. We're actually, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, and I think it's perfectly fair to criticize the overall franchise, but um, you know, again, it's impossible not looking, to looking looking at this movie. They're clearly trying to to you know, it's even with that they're the, trying to do a thing. They're trying to do a thing. They're trying to do a thing. And I get that. They're trying to do we can't go back and re-edit those movies cuz we're not George Lucas. Um, but we're trying to make Superman better. And, you know, right from the very beginning of the first scene of the movie is this cell phone footage of Superman, these kids interviewing Superman and he's, he's being real good. And it's like, Oh man, I wish you had seen this part of Superman before. Right. Um, because it would have made so much more sense going forward. That footage annoyed me because I'm looking at it as the whole. And I can't not because it's a series of movies. And you're veering so wildly. You guys gotta... One, just get rid of Zack Snyder. You know, I think it's just... It's it's time... You guys need to do something different. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. Well, in, if, as you watch, like you can definitely feel the Joss... In this movie, oh yeah, he's he's got this his his, his greasy little Just mitts all over the dialogue skin. is yeah. so Joss. It's a can we get the oh, 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 the quippiness? Can we cool it the fuck down? Pump the fucking brake. Joss can't help himself. He can't. Girl can't help it. <coughs> now that's not to say that I didn't appreciate some of the levity, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh okay, cool. You know, I'm down with that, but. Yeah, just all this, like, and, and, like, Batman being, like, oh, super, like, the world needs Superman, he's the speaking of hope, and, and which, it, it, just that whole last movie. It, it's, it's all. I mean, the turnaround, because oh, their moms are both named Martha, so, oh, he's the beacon of hope Martha. now. Martha. Like, right. Martha. Martha. Still yeah. dumb as fuck. Like, it, 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 you just look at Affleck in this movie. 
And uh, you gotta wonder what what's running through the head. I want out of this franchise right now. He really does. I want does. out of this franchise right now. I want out of this franchise right now. On repeat, just um. I mean, I I enjoy him. I don't know what they're fucking doing to his voice. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> like it's like his face isn't covered, but his mouth isn't covered at all. Does he have something in his mouth that is modulating his voice? Maybe. Just have him do the Christian Bale thing. Affleck can't put a little bass in his voice. Like, come on, man. You know, and it would have been like there are a lot of things in this movie that are really cheesy, and that would have been. I've been fine with that though. Yeah. Well, it would have. It would have worked. Cheese isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. Not at all. Uh, uh, Well, we've always keep shitting on it. And I I don't even know that I want to shit on it. There's stuff that annoys me. But I wasn't sitting there like... When we watched Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, I I, was like, we we should just leave. This is terrible. Yes. I didn't feel like that watching this. No. The Wonder Woman scenes are great. Um... The, you know, getting to know the newer characters, I, I would have loved to see more of Aquaman. I would have loved to have gotten more of Cyborg, this character I enjoy from the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just felt like there was a lot cut out of this movie. The The biggest character I have a problem with in this movie is Aquaman. Um, and why is that, Dan? Because so little... Like, I felt like... You, they were able to explain Barry pretty well. Yeah. I you mean, know, I thought that was in, pretty... He a, got, like, the most, yeah, right? Yeah, in a, in a concise, fairly concise way. Right. And, you know, this makes sense. Because it's, it's possible to do that. Yeah. You do that in kind of a short form and still get enough information. Well, and also, you know, Barry exists in a world that we're familiar with. So, the, there's you don't have to do quite as much, you know, setup. Barry also watches Rick and Morty. He does. Which is really distracting. Yes, it is. Um, that's a good episode, too. <laughs> it's the one where they're kicking everybody's ass at the end. So, But it was just like, oh, Rick and Morty. Oh, what episode? Rick and Morty. Oh, it's that episode. Yeah. Okay. Get out of the way, Batman. I want I want to watch Rick and Morty. Uh, <sighs> but no, the problem I have with Aquaman is, and, and well, and let me touch on Cyborg. Um, Cyborg also mostly makes sense. I would have liked more, but... You know, it, it mostly makes sense. Aquaman, they take you down to Atlantis and... <laughs> Sorry. You are getting high quality Bob the Dog grunting right very lonely right now. today. Okay, we're listening. Um, you know, you take him down to Atlantis. Uh, you're getting... You, you've, you, with his story, you're at your... You're bringing up so many more questions... Then you're answering. Well, why and that, is his mother dead? That little conversation uh, with Mira, right, is just like this didn't help, like at right. all. Like what? And there's uh, there's there, that's the perfect situation of where you really needed, like the the Aquaman movie, or up front because there's so many questions you didn't have that problem in, um, how do you say it, the mascara? Okay. Uh, because we had the Wonder Woman movie. We had the Wonder Woman And you Woman set up already. that world. Right. You know, so I didn't have questions. Why are they all here? No, it makes sense. I understand that. 
So the, Aquaman was definitely for me the most problematic. No, I think that was definitely a character that needed to have a movie of this is who this guy is. Throw Black Man to Adam. Do the movie first. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Jason Momoa, I thought, was fun. Oh, he's always a delight. He, he was having a good time. He was a good time. The, uh, the, the little scene on the plane. Oh, where he's sitting on the lasso that, of truth. That was pretty good. Which, can we just call it the lasso of truth? I call it, like, the lasso of Hestia. It's the lasso of fucking truth. Just call it the lasso of truth. That's fine. It, it can be cheesy. It's okay. What, was there, did you at any point have the thought, this jet's going to be cloaked and Diana's going to want to fly it? No, I didn't think about that at all. Okay. I, I did thought cross my mind. Nice. One um, other thing I did very much appreciate was they shoehorned a Green Lantern in at the very beginning. Yes. I was like, So oh, there's hope. Thank there's you. There's hope that, that they, will, awesome. they will redo it and not be as horrible as... Which, I, it, that's unfair of me to say because I haven't seen it, but I don't need to see it. Well, here's the thing, though. I think in a in a, a post-Guardians, post-Thor Ragnarok world, you can do space weirdness. And people will come to the party. Mm-hmm. You do a good Green Lantern Corps movie, because there's a lot to pull from there. Yeah. You got Jeff Johns kicking around with these movies? Just go talk to him. He wrote some of the best fucking stories in that, like, 10-year run that he had. Just use one of those. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, like uh, they did the thing where they built the core back up when Hal Jordan came back. It's like, just do that. Do that. And I will watch every one of those movies. But Well, and they set that up at the end with, the, you know, the whole, we'll have a seat, uh, six seats, but room for more. And Why couldn't they Martian get... Manhunter, Erica. I'm all about the Martian Manhunter, man. Bring me the Martian Manhunter. I'm into that. Like, let's do it. Played by Andre Brower. Oh, obviously. Uh, all the roles. Just have him do all the roles. <laughs> um, when they walked into that very CGI room, and they're like, it's like, you can't, really? We can't find, like, a, a mansion somewhere and make it look decrepit? The CGI is egregious in this movie. So, there's some interesting things going on in this movie with regards to... Um, particularly backgrounds because they definitely there are moments where cyborg his mouth is moving and that those lips don't match that dialogue i was sitting there like how much was three what is it, 300 million dollars and you can't get the fucking lips one of the correct? most expensive movies ever made uh, and that's just production that's not like advertising and everything right right yeah those numbers never include no, and they marketing. only just got above three hundred uh, million this weekend. This movie's been out for a few weeks, so two weeks. Yeah, but yeah, no. They, most of those Marvel movies always make the money back that first weekend. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm. I'll be very interested to see what the the full box for this weekend is and the drop off because, uh, you know, Batman, Batman v Superman dropped huge. And, like, there always is a big drop. You can't help that. Oh, for some movies. I think Wonder Woman stayed pretty... But there's there's still a drop. That first week, there's right. a drop. <coughs> so, it'll be interesting to see the drop because I think a lot of people are just... We're so burned by previous DC movies that well, they and... wanted to hear what their friends thought. 
And we're getting to the point with the DC movies where the reviews are getting to that Transformers level. Where I just want to say I hated it and see how creative I can be about it. Right. I would not call this a good movie. It's a watchable movie. And it's definitely not the worst thing I've seen this year. We've seen Alien versus Covenant. We've seen (laughs) Alien versus Covenant. (laughs) Alien versus Covenant. We've seen Alien Covenant. The porn parody. Which is a movie where I turned to Bob and was like, I'm going to curl up. And if I just fall asleep, you need to just let me fall asleep. Because I'm done. I This kept me... I was for better or for worse, engaged the entire time. Yeah, uh, you know, I thought there there are some technical problems. There's oh, there are moments where I looked at you and I was but, like, like they have that that fight in like the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like they're just kind of they're jumping between locations, like the beginning of uh, Rebel One, which was an issue. Rogue One. Rogue One. Why don't I keep saying Rebel One? Whatever. I don't know. Rogue One. Rogue One is the name of the movie that I didn't enjoy. Um. Yeah, where they're jumping from like bop, 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 bop. And yeah. Batman v Superman had that issue too, where you're not establishing anything. Right. You're just in places. <laughs> and I think the one that bothered me the most was after that fight in the tunnel, they're on like, they, they look like they're escaping and then the machine they're on just stops and Cyborg flies away. And you're like, oh shit, how are they going to get out of this? And then we cut, and they're all and they're all out of the fucking tunnel, like talking to Jim Gordon, or like some cop or some shit. Maybe it wasn't Jim Gordon. I thought it was Jim because he was only in like what two, three scenes. Yeah, and J.K. Simmons was getting like jacked as fuck for this movie. Like I don't know if you saw those pictures. Yeah, he was doing CrossFit. Like whoa, man! And it was like, dude, for the thick three scenes. Yeah, I hope you're an Oscar winner now. I hope you got paid pretty well. <laughs> now, uh. But shit like that, where it's mm-hmm. just like, what? Yeah, there were... This was clearly a longer movie, and Warner Brothers came in and was like, "You can, no, this can't be long again. Because that, that was the problem with Batman v Superman. I mean, that was part of the problem. It was too long. No, but you know what, Bob? You can make a long movie. If it's engaging the whole way through, I'm fine with a long movie. Uh, long, yeah, occasionally, but... Oh, we've had conversations. I mean, this movie was under two hours, so I give it five stars. But, um, no. But there were scenes that were obviously cut out that needed to be in this movie. Yeah, they definitely did drop stuff. And I do wonder how much of it was, you know, stuff that was cut versus stuff they just, they, that would have had to be reshoots that they didn't want to do. Because, you know, you had already, you had to have uh, Joss come in to finish the movie. Um, You know, it already had cost ungodly amounts of money. Well, I'll be curious to see, because remember when Batman v Superman came up, there was the... Director's cut. The rated R edit. Because again, that that was the problem. It wasn't, wasn't like, gritty enough. Like, okay. I'd be curious to see if there's a longer edit of this movie. Yeah, it'd be, I'd, it would be interesting. Uh, I don't know that there is. I don't know that there is either, but I would be intrigued to see what what didn't make the theatrical release. Mm. <coughs> <coughs> 
Because it, it definitely felt... It, it felt very choppy to me. I felt like... Um, I do feel like they were trying... Visually, they were trying to get a little bit... Or to take a little bit from, you know, those uh, early Batman movies. You know, like that fight at the very beginning um, with Batman. He's luring the parodim. I, I didn't like that at all. Um, that just felt like very like there, there were some egregious CGI in that too. Well, there was egregious CGI. I think they were <laughs> they were like they were clearly trying to like give you that feel of like, okay, we're definitely on a Hollywood set, and you know, instead of like a real location. And I kind of got that that impression throughout the movie. It was like it was a stylistic choice for them to go that route. It just looked very fakey to me. That didn't bother me. It bothered me. That didn't bother me because it didn't bother you. It bothered me because I I felt like you know they were they were trying to do that throughout the whole movie. You <laughs> saw you know numerous scenes with matte paintings. Um, but they were bad. I didn't think they were that bad. This look is great. Robert. It's... When they were standing in that cornfield, the lighting is off. It's like, you, can we just not get them in a cornfield? Because you had that like big shot of I, them. Well, I think if you had put them in a, corn, a real cornfield for that shot, it wouldn't have made sense with the rest of the style of the movie. See, what you're doing here is you're excusing poor filmmaking. And I don't appreciate that. I don't think, I don't think it's the, it's no, you the, are like the style of the movie. Shut up. Shut why, up. why is that wrong? <coughs> what, what if it was just a deliberate stylistic choice? It may be a deliberate stylistic choice you don't like, but it could be because it's all throughout the movie. It's not like there's this one scene. They got really lazy and said, eh, let's just do a map painting. I mean, I guess that's a fair point, but I'm sorry. Shit. I tire of this conversation. Um <laughs> it it just I like I like a set. I like physical shit. I like them in a scene. Like there was a moment where they're at that fucking uh, Superman memorial with Wonder Woman. It's like, okay, if you guys are gonna do the green screen thing, where's the where's her shadow? <laughs> It's shit like that, and maybe it's because like I used to like dabble in this shit a while ago, that just takes me right out of the movie, because it's like, really. Well, I do think it also says a little bit to the movie that you're you're noticing that stuff. Well, and that's what I always say, right? If I'm not engaged, and I don't, I don't care about their Superman, because I don't like all this like, oh, he's like the light of the world, and everyone like. The world is going to shit because he's not here. But he we never saw him do anything. Right. We never saw him do anything to help the world. So maybe it's... Un, I don't think it's unfair. Because that's the characterization that they've gone with. I mean, they had it in Batman v Superman where they tried showing, like, that really weird sequence where it was like, oh, look, he's helping people. But it was just kind of like... It was really like highly stylized and like, like they well, didn't actually show him helping anybody. And then they had this really shoehorned scene in with civilians. 
where Superman has to run out to help the Flash save some civilians. Well, that's just clearly like a, that's reactionary. Yes, but I was fine with that. Yes, you're superheroes. That's what you should be fucking doing. Right. That is the whole point. Well, it of makes you. sense. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It's very reactionary. It feels very shoehorned, but it makes sense but for the character. That is the point that that you are Superman. That is what you do. That's right. your thing. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You want to talk about the teaser? Or the ending thing? Like at the very end of the The credits. very, very end? Yeah, with Lex. Uh, I just don't like Jesse Eisenberg. He, I don't mind him. As Lex at all. It, it, that doesn't bother me. And I, I appreciate the casting of... I can never pronounce his last name, but the guy who they, I guess, will be Slade Wilson, aka Deathstroke. Um, him being like, oh well, if they're gonna form a league, we should form our own league. But then it's like, okay, so you've got Slade Wilson, who is like the greatest assassin, whatever. You've got Lex Luthor, who's rich. I mean, you, you gotta get some, you gotta get some superpowered folks in there, or else you're gonna get your fucking asses kicked. Well, and that, uh, that <laughs> really what I'm saying is I want to see Gorilla Grodd. I mean, that's, I need a giant sentient gorilla wrecking shit with Lex Luthor. Set to immigrant song. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, the thing, um, that I've been reading online is that, you know, people think that Lex has, uh, some sort of connection to dark side. Um, Sorry, and I have immigrant songs stuck in my head. And that he, you know, he he kind of knows what's or has an idea of what's coming. Well, and here's that's the other thing. I, I apologize, I keep hitting our table. If you're gonna set it up with like, because <coughs> they talked a little bit about apocalypse, and I think they actually say Darkseid's name in the movie. Yep. And you get some of this like really Lord of the Ringsy mythologizing, like, which was really cool. In that, I wanted to see more of that. I was just like, yeah, this is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> yeah, no. I, I was a little annoyed by that. Because it's exactly Lord of the Rings. It just like, felt literally... so, it felt very derivative. Like, oh, it's been like 15 years. Maybe they won't remember. <laughs> like, sick, honey. Super nerds. We remember. We don't forget shit. No, but that's the kind of thing that, like, that could have been an interesting sort of opening, like, sequence to a movie instead of, here's all this shit in two minutes. Yeah. There you go. There's your backstory. Like, this is shit that should have been being laid out in the last couple of movies. Maybe mm-hmm. not in the first one. Maybe not in Man of Steel. But in Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, with your weird fucking, like, Batman fascist dreams, I mean... I, I don't know. It just that that movie was so fucking long and like nothing happens in it. <sighs> it's a pretty awful movie. It's a terrible yeah. movie. It's just so bad. Ugh. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't know how. So I don't know where you go from here. Because yeah. you've already introduced space weirdness. Because the new gods are just yep. all space weirdness. That's mm-hmm. just all fucking bonkers. And I'm down for it. But I think that's where you need to go now. I don't want to see a movie of just Lex and some 
normal Earth villains. Well, that was that, no. That could be refreshing. That you know, it's a similar problem to, um, you know, what the Avengers had, where you know you've introduced the full team and you're, you've got like these huge planetary or cosmic consequences. Um, how do you then go back to, you know, the less you make Captain America Civil War, and they yeah well, they did it you know. Um, with the, you know, you get infighting and that worked. Um, the only thing about that movie that didn't work is that shoehorned in fucking like heteronormative kiss between, uh, Steve and, uh, Agent 13. Steve Rogers is in love with Bucky Barnes and you cannot convince me otherwise. You're not doing all that shit for someone you don't love, Bob. Just saying that. Saying it now. Let's we be, all have our theories. Let's be brave, Marvel. Let's be brave. You can do it. You can be fucking rad. Just saying. So, yeah, I think the question of where you go from here is a very good one. I would also say, though, that Marvel potentially has a large problem with this upcoming Avengers movie. Oh, yeah. Because you've got everyone under the sun is going to be in that fucker, and I don't give a shit about Thanos. Right. You all you've, all you've done with Thanos is he's the, this lurking thing in the background. Um, you know everyone's afraid of him, but you don't know why, right? At all, right? So it's uh, yeah, they've they've got a big problem on their hands, and they're they're gonna have a lot to overcome. That said, I have more faith in Marvel to overcome it. Marvel has a lot more goodwill built up. Yeah. Than DC does, and you know it, it, it is there is a there is a point to be had that because of that goodwill, you know, people are a little more willing to overlook, you know, the errors that they do make. Well, because it's like I can actually look forward to this movie, and I can expect it to be decent. Right. When you go into a DC movie, it's like, oh fucking god, okay. Right. You, like, you why know, did I buy this ticket? I'm a fucking dumbass. Why do I you, keep giving you these know, money? If you went going into a Marvel movie, even if you're going in, you end up going into their worst movie. It's still gonna be fine. You're never gonna be mad that you watched it, right? You know, DC though. You're like, eh, if we get bad DC, this is gonna be pretty rough. If we had actually gone to the theater to watch Suicide Squad, I would have jumped out a window. It was that one. That might have been a walkout, and I don't walk out of movies. That might have been a walkout, because yeah. that I had actually completely forgotten about Suicide Squad over the course of this discussion. Well, and how does that fucking fit into this universe? Like, I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. Right? Like, like how does that? I mean, do you get like, is that gonna factor into whatever the fuck Lex Luthor is talking about? Do you mm-hmm. get the Joker in there now? It's just it's. Well, and that Joker just doesn't... F- I don't think he fits anywhere, to be perfectly honest. Because, yeah. I, I mean, because like, I feel like the universe they're trying to build here, based on this movie, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to base most everything on this movie, um, is somewhere... It's a lot closer to, like, Batman 1989 in terms of the world than, you know, Christopher Nolan. Well, no one was going for that. Yeah. Right. Realism shit. Right. Or as realistic as you can be, right? Yeah. <coughs> so, you know, there were 
you know, there are things that were cheesy and goofy and. But you know, DC is supposed to be a little bit more lighthearted. Should be. Like I'm okay with cheesy. Right. Like kids should be able to go and see these movies. You know, mm-hmm. a kid could not have gone and seen Batman v Superman. Well, and I think you know, just in terms of, you know, where we are, you know, just the bigger society and everything. Like, I want a a stupid, super cheesy comic hero up on the up on the screen. I want Thor wrecking shit to immigrants song. You know, that's kind of what I want. And I think. I think it's important to, to to fix Superman and to get him to where, you know, he he should be as a character. Because even though, you know, he it, it, he's boring in general um, and he's too goody good. I disagree, though. In the hands of a good writer, you can you can make a good you can have a good Superman story. Yeah. I mean, he's, I just he's the think... ultimate baby face. Right. And, but you can do something interesting with that. Let Why isn't John Cena Superman? How did we screw this up? Come on. You'll have to ask Zack Snyder. Damn it, Zack Snyder. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was it, it was fine. It was a fine movie. I'm not mad we went and saw it. I I had my moments during it where I turned to you and I was like, what what the fuck is that? What are they even talking about? But I was never to a point where I was like completely taken out of the movie. Right. There were moments there where were I was moments like, where things are like, what the fuck come is on. That? But I, I wasn't mad we went. Now, I don't know that I would... Because do you tell people, yeah, you know, it was fine. Go see it. I would tell people to wait for it to come on HBO or to rent it. I don't know. I think I'd recommend this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. So I'm not d- mad. I, I like, like I said, I'm not mad. We saw it. It was just, it was just fine. Better than the average DC this period of DC movie. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Wonder Woman. But probably better than everything else they've done. I don't know if you would agree with that. Yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. I don't know why they didn't do anything more to establish Steppenwolf. Um, yeah, that was because that, like my what I've read is that Steppenwolf is Darkseid's uncle. Um. And I feel like you needed that scene where, you know, Darkseid sends him back. You needed Darkseid in this movie. You you know, not just the name. No, you needed the actual character. Right. Because it's just like, who the fuck is this guy? Because you got his symbol, the Omega symbol, and Batman v Superman colon Donald Justice. Uh, <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. I mean, you can't not say the whole thing. Um... No, you needed dark side in the. You needed that that establishing sort of scene. Mm-hmm. You know, even doing him kind of cloaked in shadow, just like uh, during your Lord of the Rings introductory sequence. You know, you see this hand kind of banished from apocalypse. You know, because I, I I didn't. It's one of those things like <coughs> the fact that you know I I had read a little bit about Seven before 
I went in, you know, really helped me. But if you hadn't read anything about something, you knew absolutely nothing about him. No, he's like the fucking Dark Elves in Thor 2. It's yeah, like, it's who the like, fuck is this? What is this? Right, so they really could have done more to explain him. Well, um, and this, I, I, I'm remembering now that after Batman v Superman called him down of justice, they had that extra scene uh, online with like Lex in the Kryptonian ship and the mother boxes. He had like a vision or something. Oh. It's called a like communion or some shit. But I, you would never watch it because if it's not in the movie or like a post credit thing, I don't care. Right. I shouldn't have to go and seek out plot points to your three hour long movie on the fucking <laughs> internet. You know, and if you're going to be connecting the shits, you need to do that in the movie proper. Right. So. Uh, and that's really all I have to say. It's a bit of a janky mess, but I'm not mad that I saw it. And Danny Elfman was a little lazy with the score. <laughs> It did, feel, it did feel like he was phoning it in a bit. There were moments where I'm like, this is just the Batman 89 score. That's the Batman theme from that, that movie. Not that I'm complaining, because that's a great fucking theme. That's the Batman theme to me. Well, I think if you're going to use it... Well, just, just fucking use, use it. Use it. Right. Like, don't, don't like make it so subtle that some people might not notice it. Yeah, I no. don't think it was that subtle, honey. It really wasn't, but... Um, no, but give me that. Just go for it. Just do it, man. Well, and I really think they should have had a scene, you know, where Superman gets to the battlefield and, you know, Steppenwolf goes to punch or something and Superman steps up and stops him and you get. Well, you got it. You got it a little bit when he. It should have been heavy though. When he came into the fight, though. You know, I think you would have got a lot. I think you would have got a lot more pop from the crowd because this is a wrestling show now. People shouldn't fucking pop in the movie theater. Eh, No, shut up and watch the fucking movie. No, you know what, Bob? I was in a theater. Okay, all right. Let me take you back. All right, let's get in the way back machine. (laughs) The way back. Transformers 2, whatever the fuck the subtitle is. Okay. Inebriated. (laughs) Inebriated with my good friend Eric and a couple other friends of ours. I believe it was the line I am... We're talking about robot balls and shit. And people are on their feet, whooping and hollering, clapping and having a good time. I, like, turned around and I was like... This is the moment that I can point to in the future where I have lost all faith in humanity. Are you people, are we watching the same movie? This is garbage. And you're up and you're cheering? Well, some people are dumb. And lots of people are dumb, Bob. Oof. No Transformers 2. <laughs> What's the subtitle on that piece of shit? Revenge of the Fallen. There it is. Right. Okay. Oof, that's a bad movie. It's not a good movie. That's a straight up bad movie. Um, Yeah, I, so we got the Danny Elfman thing in there. I want to definitely mention that. And uh, make make an Aquaman theme. Danny Elfman? What, what was that? Yeah, that was really... I, I mean, I 
Icky Thump is a great song, but it's like it was so out of because there were two, um, there were two licensed songs in this movie. That terrible Beatles cover, yes, which just used the fucking Beatles song, right? And Icky Thump, everything else was score. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's almost like they're punting. Well, we don't want to step on the toes of the guy who's going to compose Aquaman. Okay. Well, go get the guy who's going to compose Right, Aquaman. then figure it out. Like, talk. Let's figure out what the fucking theme is. Yeah, it was... It. You know what it might be? It might be Danny Elfman just didn't like Zack Snyder and he didn't want to really work on it. But Warner Brothers was like, no, we use Danny Elfman. Well, and that, that scene in the beginning with Wonder Woman, which was also weird because she's like... Well, I don't. Because later in the movie, she's like, "Well, I I kind of stepped away from the world. I don't really do my like protectoring thing anymore." But we have a scene early in the movie where she does the protectoring thing, right? So that was a little like, "What are you talking about?" I liked that scene a lot, though. Um, there was, I read somewhere that that scene was added in reshoots, um, because Wonder Woman did so well. Um, I mean, that makes sense. And so the, in, they they didn't have as much of her in the movie. It doesn't make sense in the context of the movie, but it makes sense in the greater context. Right. Wonder Woman did really well, so let's... Yeah, so... And I liked the scene in A Little Bubble. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty mm-hmm. weird. But then when you have her saying, like, oh, I stepped away from the world. It, yeah, it's it, like, it, was, it wasn't good at it. You should have reached Also, just hire Charles Dance if you want Charles Dance. Don't hire the... The fucking like fourth tier like wannabe Charles Dance just hired Charles Dance. Charlie will do your movie. He seems like a very good natured fellow. I'm sure he'd do it, and he'd be happy to. But I enjoyed that scene. I like that scene a lot. Uh, did you notice one thing in that scene that didn't make any sense? They were like, "Oh, we're gonna blow up four city blocks with like two little things of C4." Right. Yeah. I was like, do they have like you bits barely enough to blow up the room? Right. I was like, do you have more like wired like throughout the city? Because that would make sense. But yeah, like I would think you would need a much bigger bomb. I mean, I don't know anything about explosives, so we we should call the MythBusters. They know things about explosives. We should just go watch that episode of Rick and Morty before we go to bed. So I didn't notice it at first, and then you pointed it out to me. And I'm oh like, no! Like instantly, uh, instantly, I like looked it. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, whatever. I don't care. But no, actually, now I can go watch uh, what other people have said about Justice League because I'm trying to stay fresh, which is hard for me because usually I'm I'm lady spoiler, but oh. I don't want opinions. Like I'll go and I'll read like the Wikipedia and yeah. find out what the fuck's well, going on. But, yeah, I I mean I think it. I think it says a lot about DC and the universe that uh, their film universe, which that I I really just have lost. I, I don't have much faith in them, and because normally, yeah, I really, really don't like to read anything or watch stuff. But I was like, no, I want to sit and watch people shit on this because because. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's becoming you know, a genre of writing unto itself, right? And and that starts to annoy me after a while because it's like, I know you didn't like that fifth Transformers movie, no, it and so it was cool. not a good movie at all. However, I don't think it was nearly as bad 
as some of the people writing about it made it out to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see the same thing with, um, with like video games and also any anything on the you know, you get all the amateur reviewers. As, uh, <laughs> well, they, they that's how they that's how they get noticed because they're hyperbole being, sells, right? right? Exactly. It was like a few years ago, even longer than this now. Everybody was like angry about something, right? That was the shtick. Everybody had to be mad. They had to be yelling about right. how shitty this stuff was. I, I am over that. I, well, I had I had a discussion with someone at work the other day about it. And, you know, he was, he was telling me that, you know, he's, it's really discouraging for him that, you know, it, you, everything's either shit or it's the greatest thing ever. And it's like, well, that's just not possible. No. You know, there's going to be stuff in the middle. There's going to be stuff you'll like. There's going to be stuff you'll like that other people won't. And, you know, I, I do think that's, you know, a very valid point. And, well, the whole thing is, have your opinion. You can go and see this movie right. and love it. I didn't love it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's have a discussion about it. Right. Wrong. But we'll have a discussion. That's kind of like what I like to do. Let's, let's have a yeah. conversation. Why did you like this? Why didn't I like it? Let's let's dialogue. Just, just sitting down and just screaming that this is the worst thing ever or this is the greatest thing ever doesn't actually help anything because it's not actual criticism. No. You know, and it's not stuff that you can learn from. Well, and it's old, Bob. I'm just, I'm over it. Yeah. Now, I will always love the uh, Revenge of the Fallen FAQ review. That was an inspired piece of writing. However, it spawned this kind of genre of, well, that got a lot of hits. Let me, like, tear apart, like, every little piece of this movie. Well, it's it's kind of like, you know, how you think about, you know, things that inspire things that are, that are crappy. It's like, look at Weezer and how great they were, but they've inspired so much awful music including later weezer uh, you know <laughs> i remember hearing back in the sh- back to the shack for the first time on the radio and i was just like what mm-hmm. and then i had a friend be like oh did you hear the new weezer song and i'm like oh no oh no we oh, can't be friends we can't anymore. be friends anymore that sucks but it's okay to think something's just okay. Uh, or, it's uh, you know, everything. It's, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. There's, that, there's that's a how middle. we. That's how we got 2017. Yeah. Is everything's an extreme. Yep. So there's gray be, area, folks. Gray be, area. Be exists. okay with the middle. It's a. It's an okay. It's a nice place to be. Jump in. The water's fine. All right. So I think we're gonna call that then, right there, because I'm tired. And by tired, I mean I'm going to go upstairs and watch internet videos until like four in the morning. Because <laughs> that's my damage. Um, Bob, where can the, the very nice people find you? The very nice people can find me on Twitter at the New Time Lord. You can also find me at Lady Near the Lake on uh, the Twitters and the Instagrams. Um, you can also go to uh, teampumanife.com. We have a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, and I think our thing is that we don't really like talk about any of the other podcasts. We just say... No, there no, are podcasts on the website. No, no, Go check that, them out. That's just Alex on Subtle Interference. Ooh, nice drop. Right there. That's his gimmick. That's his gimmick. Um, please check. And speaking of, you should check out Subtle Interference, um, which we are actually doing a pretty good job of staying on schedule, unlike this podcast. 
<laughs> um, yes, hopefully uh, the Thor episode has also dropped right around when uh, this episode We're going to do both of these. Well. We're, this is going to be a special dual drop. Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, um, we have a uh, live... Uh, what real, we, play. real play. Real uh, play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Uh are done by my friend Sam in Vermont called Improvised Weapons. Um, they're up into their twenties. They are in the episode count. They're yes, they they're really good with it. Uh, so if you enjoy that, please give them a listen. Uh, and check out teampoomanife.com for uh, that's where you can find all the podcasts. You can find them all, and you can find contact information for us. So you can write us via electronic mail okay i'm just gonna end this now yeah, you so. should i was gonna say we're not gonna read any of that or maybe Bob i might does. i might <laughs> if it gets through my spam filter <laughs> all right folks uh, as always thank you for joining uh like and subscribe i fucking hate asking people to do that but you know i'm gonna start doing it because we don't have any fucking reviews on our podcast jerks so if you enjoy uh yeah g- g- give us a shout and uh we will uh what are we what are we coming up with next what's kind of on the docket i feel like shit's coming up next is probably last jedi oh shit yeah that is in a few weeks isn't it yeah uh then fuck it's almost december that's insane yeah after that i'm not sure uh after that we're probably looking at there might be a little bit of a uh, another break. I mean, what we should do is we should catch up on some stuff. Yeah, we there should. There was some shit from over the summer that we wanted to do and we didn't. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do... Yeah, because, yeah, you know, January through March is usually a bit light, but once we hit March... March is fucking stacked We'll have year. a lot. You've got Pacific so. Rim. Well, you've got Black Panther in February. you got... There, there's stuff. There's stuff. There's always stuff. There's always stuff. All right, well... Ladies and gentlemen, you have a wonderful day, evening, That's what morning. I'm supposed to say, and then you go bye. Oh. You ruined it. It's Did ruined. It. Ruined? It's ruined. Ruined. Have a good night, folks. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.